I don't know if you have felt it this morning, but I sure have. I have felt washed in beauty, washed in love, held in this community, in the silence together, in the ways that we share our breath, and the way that we bring our attention to love and promise. I have felt it this morning. I know when their children came forward to be dedicated this morning, I saw the way that their parents and families and all of you looked at them. Those beams of love, you were shining on them. Such a powerful, powerful force. I like to remember that each of us at different moments have been the recipient of those beams of love. Whether it be from a perfect or glaringly imperfect family, from other loving adults, from friends, from strangers, we have been the recipients of those beams of love shining on us. And it calls something out of us, something so good. As we're talking about prayer this month, I came upon something that has changed my thinking in what has been a very helpful way. It's Thomas Merton, he's a Trappist monk and author, and he talks about prayer like this. He said, prayer is a return to the heart. Prayer is a return to the heart. A finding of one's deepest center, an awakening of the profound depths of our being. Prayer is not so much about particular words or actions, he says, but it's about an experience. Prayer for Merton is about the experience of resting in God. Now I read this and I immediately felt something and I also started translating, as I often do. And I thought, what if prayer is about the experience of resting in love? Not about doing or being or acting or being perfect in any way or following a rote ritual. What if prayer was simply about resting in love and all of the comfort that gives us, but also the charge it gives us as well to offer that love to others, that experience? What if prayer was about a return to the heart, an awakening of the profound depths of our being? What if prayer is about the experience, whether in receiving or giving, the experience of nurturing and kindness and acceptance and love. Prayer as a return home to love. Now I know this can sound a little bit abstract, so I'm gonna try and ground it in an experience that I had just a few years ago, a different experience of prayer. It was a couple of years ago, like I said, when my daughter Kate was just a few months old, and in that time, that summer, my mom became suddenly ill. One day, things were much as they had been. The next, she was in the hospital facing a diagnosis of lung cancer with tumors already in her spine and in her brain. All told, it was 48 days that summer from her diagnosis to her death, and many of those were very difficult days. I traveled back and forth from New York where I lived to Maryland where she lived as often as I could and I brought my infant daughter with me. And while I was there in Maryland in her home, I tried as much as I could to take on the night duty so my stepfather could get some sleep. I had my infant daughter in one room and my mother in the other, both with their intense needs. 
And I'll tell you, in those moments, I felt very much the squeeze in the middle that I'd heard people talk about. On one particular night while I was down there with my mom, the cries of both my mom and my daughter felt unending. Exhaustion and grief were with me, and I started to come undone just a little bit, maybe a lot. (laughs) I found myself there in that 3 a.m. darkness in my childhood home praying, but the prayers that came surprised me. Now, I'm someone who easily prays to a God of my understanding, a God of love and nurturing, but in those moments there in the dark, That God, in some ways, was of no use to me, which I hate to even say out loud. But there in those moments, something different happened. A different prayer emerged for me. I knew the God of my understanding wasn't going to be able to offer what I really wanted, which was my mom would magically be better, the pain would stop, it would be different than it was. But still the prayers came, and this is what they looked like. I was holding my daughter in my arms and I looked down at her and I saw her face and something in me remembered. Something in me remembered that once upon a time my grandmother, my mother's mother, had held my mother just the way I was holding my daughter. Something in me remembered that my grandmother had held me just as, just like I was holding my daughter. I had been held by that love, my mother had been held by that love, and I knew in that moment that who I needed to pray to was my grandmother. So I did. I prayed for her to be with me. I prayed for her strength to move in my body and in my hands and in my mind. I prayed to let go of my own exhaustion and fear and crabbiness in moments. I prayed to be my grandmother's hands the way that she would want them to be with my mother. It was a different experience for me altogether. It was an experience that connected me to something larger than myself. I became connected in that moment to a legacy, to a sense of larger responsibility, to a love that was bigger than what I felt like I had in that moment. I did this by praying to my grandmother It was different for me. That experience for me, I have no doubt, was a return to the heart, a return to love, a return to what is deepest and most valuable in me and in each of us, I think. It was a letting go of everything else and a resting in love, resting in the love of my grandmother and then taking up the charge to be her hands in the world. There are so many moments in our lives when we return home to love, when we return to our hearts, to that which is most important and central for us. We do it in big ways and small ways. We do it when we sit in silence and we hear that stirring within We do it when we tend to one another here and outside of these walls. When we really see each other, when we offer a bit of kindness and care, maybe even beyond what we think we have to give. We return to our heart all the time. We come back home to love. 
So I wonder what if we thought about prayer in this way. Prayer as a return to the heart. Prayer as a return home to love. So often I have gotten caught up in the words. How do I begin the prayer? What am I praying to? What is this all about anyway? I get caught there. After all, there are centuries, thousands upon thousands of years of ways of doing it right, of experiences that are out there. But what if prayer was simply a return to the heart, a reawakening of the depth of what is in us, a return to love and what that feels like and what it feels like to give as well? I know that prayers have taken many shapes and forms over time. There are the ancient ones, the calls for rain, the ask for a better harvest. There are prayers to God and to no God, to gods. There are prayers that remind us of gratitude. There are prayers for parking spaces. There are all kinds of prayers out there. But I think, at least for me, what I've been learning in all these experiences is to start with the heart. Prayer as a return to the heart. So what if instead of looking to the right words or the right patterns or some perfect way to do it, what if we looked at prayer as this return to the heart and what if we started with our experiences? What about those experiences we have had where we have felt deeply loved? Those moments when we have felt seen and valued and cared for? What if we returned to those as the heart of the matter? What if we remembered what it was like, what it's been like when we have offered love genuinely to another? Be it someone in our family or our congregation, be it a stranger on the bus who we finally looked up and saw and really smiled at. What if we remembered what it was like to both receive and to give that kind of love and thought of each of those moments as prayer? What might that look like for us? The poet Mary Oliver talks about prayer a number of times in her writing, but one of my favorite ways that she talks about it is like this. She says, I don't know what prayer is, but I do know how to pay attention. I don't know what prayer is, but I do know how to pay attention. To pay attention to the small details, to sticks, to the unfolding of flowers, to children, to each other, to the movements in our own hearts. To pay attention. To pay attention, to remember, to rest in love, to return to the heart. What if that is what prayer is? And the words, if they come, follow the experience. As we move along in this exploration of prayer in this month, the challenge I put out there for myself and for all of us is to remember those experiences. Remember the experiences of being held and loved, the moments you have offered that to another to rest in that and then to give it again and again and again. What if prayer is a return to the heart, a return to love?
May it be so. And amen.